0: Welcome to the long-awaited episode 3 of the often imitated, but never duplicated Bar Dizzle podcast. We talk sports, spirits and brews and mix in random and frivolous thoughts. Dave and Scott have been on hiatus but are back, fully rested and sufficiently vacationed. Time to get back to work, lads.
1: Thanks, Tessa. Scott, I detect some passive aggression in her tone. Pretty sure she just called us slackers.
0: Dave... The term damning with faint praise comes to mind.
1: (laughs) it does. What's up with that, by the way? Anyway, we're back, and apologies for the elapsed time between shows. You know, summer has its demands and scheduling changes, as you all know out there. But these two slackers are ready for round three in the bar dizzle. Scott, why don't you lead us off with a quick syllabus of what we're all about tonight.
0: Well, hopefully we'll... Move through the uh, the syllabus. I like that word with alacrity. How do you like that one? And, uh, so we've got some things to catch up on. We want to kind of roll through the uh, the Buckos, our Pittsburgh ball club trades. Here we go. Steelers started last night. Um, we'll go over our, our quick beer review. Um, if time, we may touch on some Penguins comings and goings, and then uh, we always kind of go through some random thoughts. So with that. I'm going to lead us into the break and uh, we'll be back soon. All right. Welcome back to the bar dizzle from our opening uh, remarks and Dave, why don't we dive right into what the Pittsburgh pirates have been up to here with um, the trade deadline, the amateur draft.
1: Oh yeah. So um, I'm staring at my, my, my phone. Um, yeah, the first thing I think we want to get into, we, we went into a little bit of the, the draft before. We'll go back into that, too. Uh, the biggest deal, obviously, literally, the Adam Fraser trade, which here on Bar Dizzle, we, we had that in our crosshairs and, and knew that that would probably be executed, and it was. Look, we're not geniuses about that. A lot of people that know anything about this kind of stuff were predicting that. And uh, the trade itself was Frazier uh, to the San Diego Padres. In return, uh, they also sent $1.4 million in cash to San Diego. In return, they got three prospects. Um, the most, I guess, out front one is this uh, Tupacita Marcano, an infielder, 21 years old. Uh, he seems to be somebody that the Pirates had interest in. Early Scott, right? They, they were they were looking at him before, correct? Yeah,
0: that was for the um, M- J- Joe Musgrove. It, it seems that uh, our our main man Ben Charrington uh, really had a shine on for for this kid, and um, it, it looks like he's got some potential. But you know, whether he stays on the left side of the diamond or moves over or whatnot, I mean, sure. they they've got a wealth of shortstops right now.
1: Right. And uh, a, a couple other people, we don't want to do too deep of a dive into these people, but, but Jack Swinski, an outfielder, uh, 23, also uh, a right-handed pitcher, uh, Michael M- Milano, uh, Miliano. No! Um, don't want to go too deep in this. What what I, what, I kind of want to reiterate here for everybody out there is that, because uh, I hear a lot of things from, from people I know, alleged Pirate fans and just media, uh, other other outlets, yeah, they, they want to break these things down <clears throat> scientifically, like right now, okay? We've said this before. Scott has said it on here. I've said it, that Ben Sherrington, what his job is to stock this pool of prospects. This is his really first go about it. You think about it. Last year, Scott, there was no minor league baseball. So people they acquired last year, they didn't even play. Um, the, these people that they got back um, in trades and, and, and also in the draft— they're prospects. The word prospect is defined as just that. It's a prospect, meaning you're panning for gold. You're literally Ben Sherrington sitting there with a sieve, and he's shuffling it back and forth, looking for a few of those few nuggets of gold to pop out. That's what this is about. It's not about every single person you get is going to work out. It's not going to happen. But the more, the merrier. The more stuff you throw onto the pile, the more you would hope to get in long-term return, right? Yep. Yep, for
0: sure, and, and you know, that kind of leads right into the into the next trade, and actually I think that one happened prior to, but the Clay Holmes trade. Um, actually, I forget the sequence, but... Yeah, it was Holmes was later, but go ahead. Yeah, they, they got uh, Hoy June Park, who... He uh, looked good. Yeah, he looked he looked good in that Milwaukee game where he hit that shot down the first baseline.
1: And yeah, he's had a couple of hits almost every game he's been up, and he's been able to play more because Kevin Newman's got some little injury now or something, right. so
0: right right a little bit older 25 but that's not uncommon for some of the uh players that come over from from the asian league has a heck of a slash line and again we're not going to dive into that but it looks like a solid trade and in fact as as we were talking early on uh prior to the show starting
1: it's like why does brian cashman return any 412 (laughs) phone calls (laughs) after all that we took every catcher of his that end up uh you know doing anything for us got russell martin and got you know uh the uh Volare guy, what's his name, or uh, when the moon hits the eye, it's a big... P- Cervelli. Yes. That's, uh, I was right, trying to right, conjure right, that right. up. But this Park uh, guy, you know, is interesting because a lot of people are saying, well, you're just getting people they are never going to be ready for a few years. And this guy's playing on the roster right now, and he's looking pretty good. So the thing to just get this in a big circle for everybody is it, it's about amassing prospects and amassing potential for this team that's that's how this is going to have to operate we're not new york or los angeles or even chicago st louis forget about that it's not going to happen that way so ben charrington's charge is to get as many of these people as possible and anyway a guy like park we're big around with parks around here kennywood park you got north park you got uh you know it's quite observant of you david (laughs) frick park so come on you know so but anyway um right and and you know the, the even the additional Trey Rich, Richard Rodriguez, our our, our uh, forgotten now closer, our late closer. Who he's still alive, but the uh, late of the Pirates, uh, Rich Rich Rod.
0: Yeah, tra- tra- wait a minute, wait a minute, Rich Rod. Sorry, to interrupt. Yeah, not, not not the West Virginia coach not that, that lost thirteen not, and nine not, no, and, no. and, and ran with his tail between his legs in Michigan.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he could bring the heat uh, the way this one guy. They got Bryce Wilson, uh, another guy, Ricky Devito, Danny's son apparently. Uh, but Bryce, spelled with an R-Y-S-E, started the first game uh, and actually looked pretty good. So th- these are a couple of players now that we're bringing out there to you that they are playing on our big team right now. So not everybody is this project. Um, but again, it, it, this, this you know, draft and this trade scenario that's happened is going to be judged in a couple of years, Scott, right? It's, it's not going to be judged tomorrow, next month, next year. It's going to be what the plan is. Again, going along, we said before, the Houston Astros plan, a couple, three years out, you know, saw what happened with them. That's where Ben Sherrington's focus is on. So you got to give this guy a chance.
0: Yeah, we're not making major league baseball trades. We're trading for prospects. That's correct. Right, and and in round numbers, we brought in 11.
1: That's that's correct. Those 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 uh, deals brought back eleven prospects alone. Not to mention on the draft part to tickle back into that again. Four of the top thirty-two prospects. This is not me speaking. These are all the top pundits and Baseball America's and everything. We acquired as in the Pirates acquired. I didn't do it, but. The Pirates acquired four of the top thirty-two prospects in the country, and that's pretty significant. I, I my, myself, I mean, I don't like to get too excited over stuff, but when I saw some of the numbers and some of these people, and what some people were saying about our draft outside of Pittsburgh, that it was pretty darn good, and you, you felt like a little bit of a shift in the ground, like, oh, wow, this was pretty good. Like we actually did something that looks, of course, you never know. You know, you never know what's really going to happen. Way back in the day, the Brian Bullingtons of the world, you know, for number one, for first round, the John Van Binchoken or whatever his name was, you know, he did <laughs> But I mean, I, th- I think this guy again, he's got a track record in Boston. Let him do his job And, and I, Toronto, and I think in yeah, Toronto, and he is he's going about his work. So let him let him continue on his journey. I think,
0: and to to round this out, the the interesting thing is we're we're going to see some movement. Based on the 40 man roster, because of the role, a lot of these players were role five sure. players. Yep. So yep. I, I think, you know, somebody like Cole Tucker, I think yeah. his days are numbered.
1: V- very possibly. I mean, he's 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 rebounding again in AAA after, you know, he, he always seems to be the thing that won't go away. You know, he seems like he's got him out, and he's played some outfield. So, you know, there's maybe times, times when we need to throw him into that role. But yeah, he's. The, the, the clock might be ticking on him, but 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 a secondary bow to, to add the Scots here to wrap things up. A lot of people immediately, and I know a couple of them, and they're good friends of mine. Immediately look at slash lines of somebody playing right now. You just can't, you, you just can't do that.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not like. Najee Harris getting drafted first correct and, and starting in the the <laughs> ex, first exhibition game
1: correct this is a guy that's national championships arguably the best running back in the game in the in college football that kind of thing exactly it's a whole different dynamic in football and by the way just to throw in the last note on this I heard from so many people when we traded Andrew McCutcheon all the vitriol came out it was like all all the all the people came out of their cave oh this is preposterous this is uh, this is terrible you know i won't get him a contract which by the way he signed like a player a team-friendly contract before that back when we were competing in 13 and 15 guess who we got back brian reynolds that kind of turned out so for all you people that are now cheering for him just remember that we got him for andrew mccushin's and guy
0: Hey, Dave, coming back from the break, um, it looks like you got a random thought on your noodle over there.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out and kudos to a couple of our listeners, friends of yours, uh, Phil and Jim, uh, that chimed in via social media about um, our subject we talked about Aluminum bats versus wooden bats, and and you know how the ball comes off it, and the, you know guys' averages of aluminum bats versus wooden, and how they compare things like that. And Phil had mentioned a, he had a question that he was saying, is it because aluminum bats are the same size or lighter, and therefore you swing them faster? Or and he also followed up with, you know, so it's kind of a long question. He says, you know, from a physics standpoint, if wooden bats are the same size, you know, have the same exact pitch at that exact same speed. So just basically, it was a question about how that dynamic worked, and Jim responded, I thought brilliantly, um, which was he had a. And I'm just I'm going to read his answer verbatim because uh, I couldn't have said it any better. Yeah, Jim says, "Aluminum bats are lighter, allowing you to swing it quicker, which allows you to sit back on a pitch a fraction of a second longer. They also have a bigger sweet spot, so each bat is also." Identical since they are engineered. Where a wood bat can have a little variability because of the nature of wood. I think that's a great response. That's what she engineered. said. Aluminum <laughs> <laughs> bats are engineered. I would have never said that. So thanks, guys, for the for the yeah uh, you know, the input and and the, and just the, the listening and and, and uh, being a part of everything. So wanted to shout out to you guys. All right, Dave. Here we go. <laughs> uh yeah there was a big huge sign on on the on the old barn down downtown in Hinesfield. uh I went down to camp on on Tuesday and uh watched the boys it's not the best setting for training camp honestly um you know as you know St. Vincent has the four fields it's like a natural amphitheater so you can have different things going on at different times you know down there you have to first of all it's a concrete jungle and you know the heat coming down and everything but Uh, You know, you can only do one activity at a time, so it's not the most ideal situation for camp. But it was good to see the boys out there, you know, and uh, going at it. uh, uh, The linebacker Highsmith looked tremendous, and this booming punter that they got, uh, Harvin, (laughs) just was just mashing the ball all over the field. It's like you could hear it outside the stadium. But um, we we just wanted to kind of walk into the new year here. Ben's alleged last year. See how that goes. Um, It's going to be interesting. Uh, completely revamped offensive line. Marquise Pouncey retiring at center. Villanueva going to the Ravens of all places. Teams, um, but you know there's 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 plenty of uh, new options, and they signed a guy Trey Turner from the Chargers, who had a pretty pretty good career so far in, in the league, and and they got he had a decent injury last year, so he's coming off that, but he's very experienced. And the thing is, when people keep talking about this, that I hear, this uh, doom and gloom projection with the offensive line, last year we had some of those all-pro guys, DeCastro and and still Pouncey, and they weren't very good. They were like last in running in like every run category, Scott. Every run category, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's also
0: interesting uh, now that they're – Getting the Matt Canada offense installed oh, as yeah. well, right? C A A D A. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, Ben Ben's actually got to get under center, so yeah, that, that's going to be something different for him. It's it's been quite a while since he's kind of done that, but I think it will help improve the running game, give those guys a better option of going after the hole and hitting the hole versus coming off the sidecar. I think that's that's a much different stance for the uh, the running backs.
1: Yeah, and, and that, that part about this the the hitting the hole and stuff was the short passing game, which was happening last year, was a complete result of not being able to pass protect in five step and seven step drops. They just weren't able to do, but why weren't they doing it? They weren't doing it because they weren't able to be able to block enough. They just, their line was just not, and and this was intentional for them to, to dink and dunk the ball down the the field. It wasn't something that they necessarily wanted to do. They were kind of forced to do it when they saw that they were stinking so bad. Um, And the idea is that, with some of this motion, and, it, and they did put some of that in early part of last year, and then you saw it kind of melt away a little bit. I don't know whether people were, defenses were kind of getting onto it, and they realized we weren't going to throw the ball down the field, so they weren't buying into this, this, this mo- but I think it's all about the, the line, right? At this new center, Kendrick Green is rookie from Louisville, you know, does he make the team right out of the gate as a, as a starter, or they have one or two other options including the one swing, ta- swing uh, guard or whatever, but It's all about that. If they can do that, they have the weapons on the outside. I mean, they have have, a plethora of receivers. They have a tremendous new running back now. And they have some other guys behind them, McFarlane and uh, Benny Snell football, if he ever gets on the field uh, this year. Um, So it it really does. People always say that it starts with the line, and of course it does. Uh, But if they're any kind of – and they can have nowhere to go but up – if they can somehow morph into a pretty decent one, that defense is good enough to carry them into a possible playoff position, Scott.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's certainly a recipe that we've we've seen repeated in the past, and I, I think that it will, it will keep them in games and allow them to mature into the uh, the new offense, as uh, Ben and, and company charged the Hill with that. Right. Random thought. Yeah. I heard today, at least I saw on social media, that, james washington is requiring or requesting a trade i
1: just saw that actually come across my my computer screen before i come over here i think um uh you know you never know about some of these things and where reporters whether they're conjuring them or whether there's validity to them but i mean you can see it kind of because of the fact that he's such he got such great hands and they're like big as like oven mitts uh and that he is a player and he got kind of locked. the clay pool thing happened last year you know uh Juju kind of rebounded from a injury played year before and he contributed and stepped up and they were throwing they're dinking the ball around and and then uh they even threw in uh Ray Ray there Ray Ray McLeod and uh so I guess like from a just from a philosophical or like you know however you want to categorize it like a uh from a logical standpoint I could see that that's possible. I guess stay tuned on that. Yeah. I mean, you know, fortunately for him,
0: hockey season is right around the corner, so we could use a bag of pucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Uh, Well, with that, let's – I think you wanted to get into the Steelers uh, Hall of Fame class 2020.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I I was watching some of this lead up to this, and they're going to have – well, tonight they're doing the thing with the the class of 2020 uh, to go – in this year because last year was canceled with covid like everything else and so they're having two separate classes that tonight is the 2020 and then tomorrow is the or maybe it's tomorrow and sunday i think it's tomorrow and sunday it's not tonight it's tomorrow and sunday i think close enough yeah so anyway there's still gonna be two separate ones but obviously it's a, a big pittsburgh feel again we have so many in there to begin with but bill cower you know the second coach in the last since 1969 uh going in and um uh, Donnie Shell, the Torpedo, undrafted free agent, and Bill Nunn, the scout, the super scout who, who was all up in the, uh, the, the historically black colleges and universities. Uh, Quite possibly, everybody calls Chuck Knoll the
0: architect, but oh, that guy might no be question. the architect or at least, at at least, least the one guy A. that gets the architect's <laughs> groceries, right? Yeah,
1: no, no question about it. I mean, what him and uh, John Stallworth and Elsie Greenwood, these were guys that, or not necessarily on a lot of other scouts' radar because back in the day, hate to say it, but as we all know, you know that's that's not a that's not a uh, an orchard that a lot of uh, scouts were picking from. Right you now, they were they were they were just not. And you can call it there's some racist things or whatever, but there, a lot of it was some of overtones with that. But a lot of it was just you know they didn't spend the time looking at these guys. And, and we're talking about Hall of Famers here, uh, exactly. These are not guys that he just. That uh, that picked up that the, you know that that the played off the bench and were nice players and picking about some hall of famers. So those two going in and then um, uh, Troy Paul Malu, God bless him. Hopefully he's going to be able to make it tomorrow. He was tested positive for. That. Oh, he was cleared today. Was he cleared? Okay, fantastic. So I'm so glad he's able to get there tomorrow. Because they yesterday when they had the thing on the field, they just had a picture of him. They didn't have him on there because he wasn't able to be there yesterday.
0: Cle- clearly the, the the picture was uh, fully vaccinated.
1: Yeah, <laughs> apparently so. Yeah, it was yeah, you know, was a video of him running amok, like he's diving over the line, like he does, you know, with his with his personally. hair going everywhere. Exactly. Um, not not uh, not sure if there was any shampoo uh, in his <laughs> in his video. I didn't see enough of it, but uh, but it's uh, you know yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And and, uh, and then of course the next one, I don't have everybody's name, but then the twenty twenty one one I think is going to be Sunday, but the Steeler imprint again is on there, Scott. You know, it's amazing.
0: Going to go back to the opponent of last night's game, they have a guy going in that's um, been lobbying for many years, Drew Pearson.
1: Oh yeah, right. The he, was, he of the uh, uh, Hail Mary was of, of the Hail Mary,
0: but if it was uh, today, he probably would have been called for OPI.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The, on the replay, you hate to go back in time like this, but yeah, it looked pretty clear with the extended arm and the whole thing. It was pretty. Now, there's no question it would have been pass interference on his – that was against the Vikings, right? Yep. Playoff game. And that, that's where they named the Hail Mary. That's where that started. Yep, that's, that's correct, because it was the first thought? one. I think it was Staubach. They mentioned this last night, that Staubach said like something like, he just threw it and then said a Hail Mary. Yep. <laughs> so that's how the. If you ever wanted to know where the origin of that was, that was that. So yeah, I mean, good, I mean, some really amazing. I mean, Jimmy Johnson. It's it's a, it's a real heavyweight division this yeah. year. I mean, some of these people, you you know them, and they probably should have went into some tackle from the Packers back in whatever. The right. That, that's fine. But you know, when you see that many, yeah, you know, really star quality people going in, it's pretty pretty. You amazing. said
0: Packers, and I instantly thought of Tony Mandrich, which he Ugh. should not be in, I but. Know, man.
1: He thought he his steroid been. bottles should be in. Just not <laughs> <bit. laughs> the, the empty. Now we present the empty steroid bottles from. We'd like to thank them. Keep the speech under ten minutes, please. So yeah, was, and last night I, I know you said you didn't watch, but I uh, it's you know it's game one. Uh, some quick, really quick hit takeaways. Dwayne Haskins' project. I mean, looked okay. It looks like he knows what he's doing. Looks like you know I mean, he's learning a complete new offense. The the the, the red nosed reindeer there, Rudolph. Looked okay, you know. Had a fumble on the one thing with like sixty-four people were moving in motion at the same time that they're trying to get down. Uh, but looked otherwise looked pretty good.
0: How did uh, we? I know we got uh, Josh Dobbs from uh, from NASA on leave. So
1: how did he look? He looked good. He well, he came in in the fourth and threw a touchdown pass. Took uh, a pretty big hit too, right? Took a pretty big hit, but you know, he's. I think it's it's so an interesting dynamic to have four guys that that the thing about it is they keep talking about the the competition between Haskins and. Rudolph for number two. I think the interesting thing is whether Haskins and Dobbs. Because here's the thing: Haskins is already kind of almost outworn as well. And this is like a last chance saloon for him. And Dobbs is such a coach on the field. If you see him, like they have him sitting next to Ben on stuff, th- and he's involved in the offense like a lot. Like he's not just like the third guy. He's a lot of times Ben has credited him for like calling a play. Like I see this play next series, boom, touchdown. So this guy's not just holding a clipboard; he's actually involved in the offense. There's a little bit of calculus. There's a, yeah, and I mean yeah, I mean the guy has obviously the some of the the theories he can postulate. It it would make sense that he could do you know draw up a simple football play. And he's like if people say, oh well, it's not rocket science. Well, to him it is, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes pretty easy apparently. You know, it, it was it was other than that. I mean, and and Najee Harris looked Najee Harris like when he got a little bit of a seam, and and what I like about him is he falls forward a lot for yards. Like, you'll see, when there's not much, he's still moving the pile a little and falling forward. Uh, And that's a good thing, you know, not dancing around. I loved loved me some James Conner, right? But he got a little jiggy with it, a little bit too much for me. I mean, you know I mean? Apologies to Will Smith. Jeez, I'm an idiot! But this guy is no doubt a premier running back. And... uh, that's what they're getting, and even though he didn't get a lot of seams, five yards here, six yards here, six yards here, break one out to the outside for a first down for eight. You're just now seeing what kind of player he can be. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to follow his path here in the next few preseason games.
0: All right, cool. So we're going to head off to a break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, do a couple quick beer reviews. All right, we're back and uh, guess what time it is Dave you know what uh, hold on hold on uh, last episode I had the honors but let's 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 get this one in, in unison dueling honors Dueling honors all right here we go oh that's that's as, as you said that's that's the sound that uh, every real man
1: loves yeah I should have put the real part in last time I
0: All right, so I'm gonna pour a little of mine in a cup for you here glass actually there. Pour
1: mine and yours. You wanna call out what the, what what they are? Yeah, yeah. So uh you are uh
0: sampling the founders, one of my favorites, but the all day vacay, it's a session wheat. And I uh had some of this extra um actually some, yeah, it's extra Pell L 420, it's from Sweetwater.
1: Uh some some really good stuff. And um My nephew Derek's biggest go to by the way, he probably has a whole fridge stocked full of that. And this all-day vacay, while well, while well, Scott's continuing to pour here, and 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 uh, getting his his head together, um, <laughs> um, Founders is has a, a version of ale we love called uh, All Day IPA, which is a very smooth, drinkable, just great ale that we've we've had and, and got it at our one of our favorite places and they have it at a ridiculously low price for an for an IPA and it's 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 very smooth. This one, when you hear session wheat ale or wheat ale, some people out there that are beer lovers may may cringe a little bit and say, "Oh, wheat, uh, no, no." But there's a lot of things going on here. I was telling Scott earlier off air that this is kind of like a concert of of notes because a lot of times a lot of ales, I'm going to sip for a second. Yeah, I,
0: I just took a sip of mine, you took a sip of yours, or I took a sip of yours, you took a sip of mine. We're not that drunk yet, are we? So, yeah, I mean, my first impression on the all-day vacay, and, and by the way, I, I did try to find it on vacation last week. but At Topsoil or wherever you went. Yeah, North Topsoil Beach, and uh, I even went on the founder's website and they said uh, Food Lion, like two miles from our, our beach house, did not have it. That's how I ended up with the Sweetwater. Anyway... Um, yeah, this is this is this is nice, uh, and I I do like a good wheat ale, and and you know typically my go-to for that is uh, Bell's Oberon, but yeah. um, this is this is right up there with it.
1: Yeah, and, and to fall to finish up on my point is a lot of times with any type of a, of an ale, whatever IPA, whatever, a lot of times there's one thing hitting you at once, like a piney hop taste or a malt hop taste or something sweet or you know just a lot of different th- things that are it's it's like a one trick pony where you go, uh, oh, that's a little strong. That's a little piney. Like I'm not in, but this one has a lot of different things, but when it blends and comes together, I've had people say, I love it. It tastes kind of sweet. I love it. It tastes a little bit of wheat. I love it, but, but or, I taste malt. Like my one friend's girlfriend said, I taste malt. So there's a lot of things coming at you, but it's not overbearing. My, my in initial thought is it's
0: one very smooth. It, has, it does have a strong malt finish. Um, very good, but but it, it, as you said, it's it's and, and as I was saying off air, it's it's not taking
1: that, that hop and you know that hot pencil and sticking it in your ear. Right? Exactly. And and the picture on the cover. It's too bad you didn't find it down there because we got a station wagon, an old fashioned station wagon with the with the with the wood sideboards and stuff with a surfboard on top, and on a beach. See, that would have been just perfect if you did. Perfect but I had been able to score that down there but but yeah this is uh Sweetwater is something I've had like a long long time ago but I really like it cuz again it's not too overly one thing or another and uh you know I I can I I can do this I can't do 12 of them but I yeah, I can't do 12 of anything anymore but what does that say don't float the what? Don't float the mainstream. Don't float Okay, I wonder if that has a double meaning like, you know, don't go into the water and, you know, Make it yellow or something. I don't know what that. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, thinking it's, uh, you know, don't, don't follow the lemmings in the masses. <laughs> uh,
1: right, uh, right. The lemmings in their shiny metal boxes, as the guy from Cars <laughs> said back in the day, <laughs> trap like lemmings in their shiny metal boxes. Yeah, yeah, and
0: and um, and um. Actually, I, I, I started off the show. Sipping the uh,
1: synchronicity too, I think.
0: Synchronicity too. Yes. Go go ahead. Uh, The the Sierra Nevada summer summer break, the summer
1: hazy IP from from
0: last show that we had pictured uh, on our our freshly minted uh, social media sites, but we'll get to those later.
1: This is completely random, like having a sip of beer and getting a little bit weird. As the we talked about this, the police song. I always wondered back in the day if the the police and the cars merged, be the police cars. (laughs) I just just throw that out there. All right, so, um, yeah, this is good stuff. And, by a oh, random thought about into that, too, by the way. Um, since I was down at the Steelers practice, you know, I was among people again. You know, like, it's the first time I've been, in, like, in a crowd of people. And there was a pretty good crowd. I mean, you're only allowed on one side. But it was a pretty good crowd of people for, you know, early on into training so camp. clearly – covid was on the other side but Co- on yeah side. it was yeah right it's not on that side right I'm not over this or <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where the yeah, empty yellow seats were but um i'm just thinking wow i'm getting back into like a crowd like remember going to like you know when you, like, you mentioned the Bengals Steelers game we went to when you got those tickets you know big huge crowd of people and like i'm like wow i don't know if i can handle that really and now and and having to go going to the game and having to go like, you know, you have a few <laughs> tailgate beers and whatever. That's one of the things I don't miss. Like, that's why I always try to, like, have a couple tailgaters, and then inside I don't really have any at right. oh, I just have water or whatever because it's just because I'm, like, maybe at an older age, okay, but I – maybe some of you people can already relate to this, but, like, it seems like every time I go out anywhere, like, to a store, I don't know whether it's the road vibration or what, but I I already – as soon as I get in the store – uh, the innards are starting to rumble. You know what I'm saying? Like right and if you know the phrase uh, Here we go again comes to mind and no pun intended, but it al- thank
0: you David covered up
1: It always comes to my lips. It's staggering really like I've literally I've literally and I don't I, don't, I want to be try to be as As bar dizzle show friendly as possible when I say this But I literally have done a one plus one in every single box store in this area and some in other states Like I just I don't know what it is there's people that have a problem with that. I'm, I'm saying just drive around like on one of those ruddy Pittsburgh roads. I guarantee you, you'll be fine. But, I mean, like I, I literally could find – I mean, there could be a complete power outage at any of these stores. And because I've been to their bathrooms like a hundred times, I could find it in the dark within like a s- seconds. I mean, I, I, it's funny. I actually had – one time there was a kid who was with his mom, and he was asking, like, where, I need to go to the bathroom. Where's the bathroom, Mom? So, of course, Dave chimes in. He's standing right there and says, Hey, it's in the back behind aisle 10 next to the big screen TVs. And it's right there. And the kid looked at me like I, I, just, I just gave him Harry Potter's magic wand. You know, he was, he was excited. So, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. You know what? I think,
0: I think you're headed to the, uh, the, uh, the MCU or, or, you know, the uh, Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe because that's a superpower.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I, and this is to piggyback off that like gas i don't know i guess again getting older if like wait a I, minute wait a minute are we talking about the price of gas no 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 well if i could bottle it boy i tell you what <laughs> it would be would be all set but no like i like the gas like i'll have i'll have a with it i'll be fine like for weeks and all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm like, i like i eat something different and yeah if it's like it is like its own superpower like you could clear a room like you know i mean the, you could like like say if there was like bandits like going into a bank and stuff you just you just Empty the tank, so, so to speak, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta go. We can't. We can't. We'll we'll come back later to Rob. We gotta. We gotta get out of here." I mean, it's literally, it's like it's
0: own superpower. I think you you must for, forget the. Uh, you, you probably had that superpower, and you were just able to endure in a hockey locker room back in the day.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know, back then you have a lot of guys with sticks and sharp instruments that, if you start unleashing unleashing that their way, you're you're gonna there's gonna be a hell to pay. And and you had other odors to cover it up. So oh. Yeah, plenty. Right, There's nothing like a nothing like a, a hockey a hockey bag or a hockey bag when you open it up after you've been sitting there for a few days, marinating. So. <laughs> anyway, just just random. Where where are we going? Where are we on the hit parade?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think instead of going into a break, why don't we uh, mash through the our, our Olympic thoughts? I mean, we've we've got the Summer Games and and we've got some some other uh, news here locally for the for the next Winter Games.
1: Yeah, not a big Summer Games. Person, I mean the the whole. I mean, mean, there's pro athletes now, but the the basketball and the soccer, or football, depending on which side of the pond you're on. um, You know, they've they've kind of the Americans have kind of washed out there, and uh, you know, there's golf and tennis and whatever. But summer is like it always seems like they're adding. I guess maybe they do this in winter too, but it seems like summer. I mean, do we need to see like midget lawn bowling? Is that that's that's that? Is that a sport now? I mean, that they're adding something, Dave,
0: it's little people.
1: Oh, okay, uh, vertically challenged uh, lawn bowling. So. Whatever. So my random thought on this. Please interject. Uh, while we were at the
0: beach, we would have to go grocery shopping. And, of course, that meant stopping at the bar with, with the guys. Oh, so of we're, we're watching some of these Olympic sports. And, you know, we were watching the equestrian horse stuff and a water polo um, enamored with uh, actually the badminton. How they get those horses in,
1: in there? That's what I want to know about. That's pretty. It's got to be. Dangerous. I, I, oh, that, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Go so uh,
0: the, the badminton was actually intriguing. I've never watched that before. Uh, the table tennis is always fascinating. Oh, it's insane. But I have to ask you this, Dave. Yeah. And, and, and maybe I'm just not remembering correctly, or maybe it's two different things, or maybe, I don't know, maybe I had too many beers at the bar. However, <laughs> handball. I'm watching this game, Ugh. and it was women's handball. And it was basically on a basketball court with a shrunken soccer net. And it was like the cross between soccer and
1: basketball. Like now, they shrink it down. like It's almost like they put it down to a small level. No, no, no. It, it,
0: you know, just a half like, a one. Yeah, yeah I know, know what you're talking regulation about. Regulation yeah, soccer yeah. nets, 12 feet by uh, 7 feet or six and a half feet or something. I know like. what you're, ta- I know what you're but, saying. But yeah. it, was, so it was smaller than that. It was, it was probably maybe two-thirds the size. But I, I remember handball was something that, You hit up against the wall.
1: Oh yeah, racquetball, but handball. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I'm watching this game, and clearly, you know, across the top of the screen it says women's handball.
1: What's up with that? Yeah, I, I haven't seen. I don't, I don't have enough of a reference point to see that. But it's, it it, it just seems, I guess, to, to cement your point is that they just they throw in these random, these random skateboarding, you know, going down, literally going down a rail like at a park, you know, and oh, you got down the rail, you win. I mean, it's just, it's not. The Winter Olympics to me is, that's, I mean, that, that's a whole different animal with the slalom skiing and the downhill skiing. I mean, just for memories, we we, we were talking about our favorite. I mean, obviously, it's too obvious for both Scott and I, hockey players, that the 1980 Olympic uh, hockey team, the USA, uh, that's just a no-brainer. So we don't even have to you know, start fencing back and forth with that. But I mean, remember Franz Klammer and the downhill, like way yeah. back in the day, uh, seventy-two. What well, I'm dating myself, but that was absolutely insane. Was he the of defeat guy? No. no, no, no. It was the guy. The, the agony defeat guy was the ski jump. Yeah, yeah. That went off the oh, ski oh, jump right, and, right, right, and right. almost, you know, right. myrtleized himself. And uh, <laughs> but um, the Franz, Klammer, I remember thinking, this guy's—if there was a cop behind him, he'd pull him over. Like, like it was like I'm like this is like completely like reckless abandon. Like I would be petrified to go half that
0: i i've gone down the down the hill and uh had my gps on and a ski app on and of course going really fast technical guy and you know and it was only 55 miles an hour yeah these guys are going down like 70 right yeah that's crazy um but another random thought when i think of summer games i think of that summer in in 1984 when i ate at mcdonald's for free mcdonald's okay. was the sponsor and the oh. u.s won all the gold
1: <laughs> oh so they just start slinging free food around well know. yeah
0: every time you every time the u.s won something you got like a free fry or a free oh. coke or a free something
1: so you could be homeless and just, just go to, exactly go to go to McDonald's, you're good yeah you sleep behind a bush and... yeah that's because that, that was when the, the russians boycotted that year <laughs> oh right right the whole yeah cold war uh thing but yeah um i just winner. i mean there's so many other things too even the the curling which has become such a a thing with, you know, basically, like, shuffleboard on ice, and then, like, you know, with the... the my favorite thing is the broom at the end, like, sweep sweeping the thing. The, it's Canadian, so you know they're drinking beer. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, it's... I mean, there's people, like, popping out, like, when we were back out of bars. People were, hey, put that curling on right now. Like, I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, put that on, like, right over here. I'm like, it's like a big fad thing. And then other things, too, speed skating and and just even, even like, the figure skating. There, it, it, just, to me, there's just so many more, I don't want to say graceful... But really, really intense type of sports in the winter. I mean, people running around a track. Okay, fine. Jumping over a hurdle, throwing a big heavy I ball. I like the gymnastics, Mary Lou Ratton. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Nadia Comaneci, like back in the day, she right. was unbelievable. The whole song for her. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nadia's theme.
0: Nadia's theme. Um, hey, but, th- speaking of that, <laughs> Dave, um, drawing that to a close. But uh, and, and we're both big winter games. And, and locally here, we've we had a pretty big announcement. Why don't you go into that?
1: Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, thanks. I almost almost missed what you were saying. So our beloved coach Mike Sullivan here of our, our your Pittsburgh and my Pittsburgh Penguins, uh he of back to back Stanley Cup championships, people forget that. He was named the the US coach for the upcoming Olympics in Twenty Twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Give or take. And that's where are they at? Anyway, he's he's been named the US coach well deserved. I mean this guy, you know, he was an assistant um before in the yep. Olympics, um, and you know, part of a—I think it was, was he part of the gold medal thing when when Crosby when they won there? Was he an assistant then? Well, it might have been before that. I don't know if he was on. I'm sure he doesn't really remember that one. He's on the, the yeah. So the the Toronto Maple Leafs coach at the time was the um, was Babcock. The, but Mike Babcock, Thank you. So I don't know if he was on that one or not. Maybe Scott will look that up. But anyway, he has uh, been named and and really well deserved. I mean, he's he's such he's. When I think of I think of Herb Brooks, right, and I I think of, there was always like the guys from Minnesota and guys from Boston, like when they talked about in the movie, he's the guy from Boston, and he's definitely the guy from Boston. I mean, like, and but you know, such respect that I think everybody has for him in the league. I've had I've heard so many comments coming from different players already. Uh, the U.S. born players are talking about how, what a great choice this was and and how much respect they had for him and you know the proof's in the pudding yeah you, know, you have the first back-to-back stanley cup champions in the salary cap era it's been done now again by tampa here recently but you know, it's just pretty b- asterisk pretty big a pretty big deal you know and uh the way he just handles himself scott and i have been to practices we've been to training camp you see the way he conducts things and how he has the attention of everybody like you as can, well as dave Picking up pizza while we're having beers. Picking up pizza while we're having beers. And the nicest guy at a place that, that Scott and I used to frequent prior to all this mess, uh, you know, was very approachable. I, you know, didn't 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 want to bother him, but but I couldn't help myself because I wanted to ask him about Jake Gensel. And I I had, again, patting myself on the back and telling him about how I watched him and we watched him. And, and I just, you know, made comments to him like, wow, the guy is, he just goes to the, the dirty areas and he's, you know, he's he's present and he's smart and he's... He's got hockey IQ, and he just said everything you just said is correct. <laughs> you know, just saying that he checks all these boxes. Nicest guy in the world, and um, yeah, and, and and I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that because I think it's going to be a, it's, it's it's an appropriate choice. What do you think?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, you're reading our notes, and it is uh, Sully to coach Team USA in Beijing. Beijing. Okay. Okay. Good. So uh, anyway, we're gonna head out to break and um, smoke them if you got them. All right, Dave, getting close to the uh, coming around the corner and heading for home,
1: as uh, Sean Fogarty said.
0: Yeah, um, Or Sid
1: th- Bream when he came in, crashing and ruining our party back in the 90s. I, I guess we got to get drunk tonight <laughs> after that one.
0: Um, let's talk about, uh, as you aptly put, the pens reset.
1: Okay, thanks. Um, so when last we left you, we were talking about the Penns uh, protected list in the expansion draft for the Seattle Snapcrack and Popples. Uh, Seattle Kraken, uh, some alleged sea monster as their as their mascot or as their you know team name. So we did touch on one player and and we were we were scared we were very scared, and that that fear turned into reality when uh, Mr. Turbo himself Brandon Tanev was selected, and adding insult to injury, uh, you know he's on the air during the or draft with the bay in the background with seattle sound in the background but uh he went and we were hoping i guess because of his salary which scott had pointed out with four years and three point something million left that that maybe would shy them away from that but they obviously saw his his uh what he can what he can bring to a team and then the energy force that he can bring um and that that happened and uh you know they subsequent to that the, the penguins made a a, tr- a trade for a similar type guy hopefully brock mcginn from from carolina yep i like that trade I, I like it a lot too he's he's bigger he throws his weight around too but he has the body to maybe not destroy himself doing it and he's a solid guy and i think it's it, we cu- talked about gm rh ron hextall putting his stamp right and you s- s- continue to see it bigger guys nobody under 6'1 nobody under 185 or so pounds just trying to get heavier looking at maybe that st louis blues thing from a few years ago when they won the cup just 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 getting to that to that that level philip hollander which we got back scott but they st- but but they still need to be fast of course, right. those guys I mean, that, still are. Because yeah.
0: otherwise you're not playing oh, yeah. in the Sullivan system.
1: Well, right, right, and they, and they still kind of are, and, and, and then... So uh, it's not
0: the heavy of the L.A. Kings. Oh, sure,
1: no, 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 yeah. right, that's good, good point, yeah, it's not, correct. It's still fitting in with, this, with the speed uh, parameter that it's in, the, and I think Brian Burke made a, a, the Penguins, you know, Vice President of Hockey Operations, whatever his title is, um, had mentioned, hey, you know, we're, we're not going to lose sight of this all of a sudden and just bring guys with cement shoes. He said... You know because you know if if it, it, it's he says it's been my experience that you bring a guy in a coach doesn't like it's not going to work if you you throw a guy in there hoping it's going to work it's not going to work so he is as in Mike Sullivan uh, you know part of this discussion always and he signs off on these things we don't we don't just oh hey by the way work this guy in that's not what they're doing here with some of these other picks. And there's some other guys. We're not going to go into them. There's bottom six guys, Scott, you know, that they've, they've filled out the roster with and a couple, some free agents. And they're looking to, to shore up that bottom six because, you know, that's that's important secondary scoring, right? I mean, we already know the top six, basically. Zucker, you know, end up staying here now. So hopefully, you know, he's still going to be with us. You have the Brian Russ and uh, the Sids and Genos and 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 those people. Uh, um and uh, Jake Ensel. So they, they, the, the, the top six is still kind of, that bottom six is still important, especially the third line. And now Carter can go back to being really full time center. Right. right. And, you know, and as we learned later, not only is we talked about Jeff Carter protecting him for the fact that Malkin could have a slow start he looks like he's not even going to start the season possibly right yeah I don't I don't
0: I don't think so and I think I think that has a lot to do with it and I think that you know they they traded McCann to Toronto because they were worried about losing him or Tana to Kraken and Kraken ended up with both
1: yeah and that's see that's the weird thing I don't, I don't want to go too far into this thought of mine here but that, to me, we talked, I think, off-air off, off air or offline a while back about this, maybe by text, but before you went on vacation. But I just still think that's really weird what happened. Cause the first thing you said is about how, you know, we um, we uh, leave him unprotected. He's not even on t- uh, Toronto's pr- protected right. list. So they have a couple centers. I don't have them in front of me now. I'm not going to go into that. But obviously you have the big guy there, their they're top player. But... There's a couple other centers that apparently they really were concerned that maybe Seattle had some talk about that they were going to grab one of those guys, and they really did not want that to happen. So there, to me, there was some backroom negotiating going on between Penguins, Toronto, Kraken, the th- like that three-headed monster there, where yeah. they were saying, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll leave this guy. You take him, but don't – and Toronto's like, but don't take one of our other guys. We'll, we'll – we'll, We'll make we'll engineer the trade to the Penguins to get McCann. We'll get this Hallander guy back, who they kind of want anyway. And then we'll leave him dangle for you to grab. Right? Doesn't it seem like maybe, something like maybe, that Maybe, but it's at the end of the weird. day, I'm I'm not as...
0: I'm not broken up. You know, it, look... It, no, I'm they, not. I'm they, they, did, it was... they didn't lose, you know, yager and Lemieux. That's, oh, no, that's, no, no. Yeah. But good players, nice players. I think McGinn is an upgrade over Tanov. I think... Uh, you know, McCann was a nice player, um, especially well, late though. Especially he, when, late when for,
1: Malcolm was down, he for, was for, he for, was a force on the power play. Yeah, for like, for sure. And but he's still we, young. We,
0: we've got some other guys that I think can. They're they're going to get a shot. And, and look, it, you know, the roster that that starts on October fifth or whatever opening day is this year, isn't isn't going to be the same roster that that goes into the playoffs. Oh, no, and no. Yeah. you know, and, and I, I saw uh, Hextall, uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, there was an interview with him, and I- I'm more concerned on the defensive side, but he basically came out and said, look, we need more from Marino, and we need more from Petey, who's Pedersen.
1: Yeah. Um. And and that's and that's a, a really big rebound yeah. after the first couple, I, 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 I year, the first couple weeks. I think he's going to have a, a, season. a
0: huge season this year. But but at the end of the day, I, I, I think both of those guys, as much as I know you really like Cody CC, I like oh, Cody CC. Yeah. I, I think th- – I think for the Penguins to go where they need to go, Marino and Pedersen needs to be the number two pairing, regardless. So right. it's it's up for them right. to, to to put up and show up, as they say. Yeah, I'm not. You know, let's let's you know let's get through training camp. Let's drop the puck and let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, and losing as we this is this is clarified. Yeah, you know, Cody Cece end up <clears throat> you know leaving to get it, Edmonton or something
0: yeah. or, way overpaid him
1: yeah and so that was never going to happen look the, the, the cap is the cap right I mean and and they're like six seven million or something they have so that's that's why they have to be conscious of that and you know having Chad Ruito on the third pair isn't the most horrible thing in the world the no. guy's a solid and, player and
0: he might actually um, be a steadfast component because he he's your lunch pail guy yep. and he might keep Matheson in and check.
1: And that's a great point. And the thing is, he always answers the bell, doesn't he? He hasn't. The guy. He, there's times he doesn't play for a couple months, and then he. And then an injury happened. A couple. Of, you know, when we lost almost every defenseman we had the first couple weeks of the season, and he slots right in like he. And that guys, I'm telling you, and we keep talking about what we played, but it's a tough thing to do, especially in that league, to just jump into a to a to a defensive pairing, having to be productive. I know you're in the, you know, the bottom pairing, but but Scott, that's not the easiest thing to do. Oh, no, I
0: mean, he, he look, he, he's definitely a 7 or an 8. If, if he gets 82 games, I think you're going to see a lot of holes yes. in Chad Chad's yeah, I agree. game. I agree. But if we get 45, 50 out of him, yeah. I'm happy with it. And then, you know, P.O. is going to come up. Yeah. There's there, going there, to there. There's gonna be moves to be made. There's uh, another kid down there. I can't remember his name right now. Um and then we designed uh the guy that we got from Anaheim. He's another, uh, offenseman. Yeah. 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 Um, but I look, it's,
1: it's but it's, Friedman. They still have, right. Mark Friedman. They still have who, who really started to play really well. Then he got hurt. I agree. And he's a solid guy. I mean, so, I mean, and they and named him. Yeah. And he, and he was a guy again, targeting him because he had familiarity with him, but he played really well. And, uh, you know so there's worse things than losing bottom six guys and, and 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 bottom end third pairing defensemen you can fill those gaps
0: right absolutely and 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 to me the, the biggest thing um you know interesting you know kind of uh not not uh not one of those breaking news things cuz it it happened earlier i think earlier today though but um they fired mike buckley the goaltending coach
1: yeah, no, I saw that. That actually came out. That actually came out yesterday at some point, like early yesterday. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a big that.
0: thing. I think um, it looks like Chiyado, but I think it's Kiyado.
1: Yeah, he's he's coming in, and they they've always liked him. He he's done some really good things with the Wilkesbury team, right. and, and everything. So I, and I still think that I still think that's the right move because I I still think that they kind of stunned. Tristan a little bit with, like, don't play the puck as much. I'm, I'm, I can't i can not say this for sure. I'm not in that locker room. But it seemed to me that they, they were trying to, to, to make him do some things where he's staying in the net a little bit more and whatever. But he's, he's played this way his whole career, and I think that maybe they're looking for guys to work with him a little bit better. And, and morphing into the goaltending, they kind of are standing pat, it looks like, for the time being with Tristan and with Casey DeSmith, which I'm actually okay with that. Those guys got them. Yeah. To the play and got them a, a division championship. They need to be better. Tristan needs to be better. He fell
0: down, Tristan fell down in the playoffs, no doubt. Casey, w- with with that stumble, I firmly believe Casey gets them to the next round. And um,
1: yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And the other guys we talked about and you laid out to me uh, before, which was, um, I think, Peter Morazic and some of these other guys. They they got signed. And some of these contracts were yeah. were not were not cap friendly to the Penguins. They just weren't going to be able to fit that in. So they may still bring another veteran guy in. I think it's it's very possible. They got a, a younger guy, you know, that they that they picked up in a trade. I don't think he's going to like dent the surface. But um, but I'm I'm okay with it really for the time because I don't think that was the overriding problem. It it, it was a problem in that Islander series. With a couple of those things that happened, but but it, it, it wasn't the problem.
0: Hey, let's drop the puck and um, let's let's uh, get into closing thoughts, Dave.
1: Yeah. Well, um, again, sorry folks for the, the major delay in between episode two and three, but we're uh, you know we're, we're we're still stumbling along in our path here, and uh, hopefully we're we're trying to keep it light. Uh, but the, the name Bardizzle was, it's it's that's kind of what what it is. Is we're we're, we're acting like we're, we 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 kind of want to sound like a couple guys just having fun and talking sports and talking random crazy things and don't want to be too full of ourselves so uh yeah we appreciate all you that are staying on board with this and uh we're going to continue to get better we promise absolutely enjoy
0: this and um this is something that we've talked about a long long time and dave and i've been chit-chatting and bullshitting like this for for almost a decade now and and to me, it's it's having the interaction, and we love the interaction from from Jim and Phil on social media and i've I've got uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook up now. so
1: and please share everybody. if you have something, I mean, just just share. I mean, that's all we ask is you know, if you hear one episode, you you kind of like where it's going and and comment, you know, please send us stuff, yeah.
0: I mean one of the things you know, we want to take this in 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 certainly different ways and
1: and send us free beer. By the way, too, if you can. Yeah,
0: and 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 send us sponsors. Um, you no, know, I I think one of the things that, and and we've been really sports heavy the first three. Yeah. I do want to do a music segment next episode. Yeah, so I'd love we're, that. We're going to yep. get into that. We 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 talk a lot about that as well. But um, we hey, we're we're looking to see you on the flip side. And um,
1: Dave, why don't you take us out? Thanks again for for any time you've given us over the past episodes and we're going to keep marching on.
0: All right. Peace out.